0: Opinions expressed on this podcast or show are expressly the opinions of myself and or my guests and are in no way connected to Anchor, which is this podcast platform, Spotify, any other available platforms, companies or entities. Hi, everybody, and welcome to Keep Talking, and I am your host, Betty Collins, and as you may or may not be able to tell, this podcast is being broadcast still from St. Clair's Mercy Hospital in the middle of our fair city of St. John's, Newfoundland, on this gorgeous, gorgeous, late Summer, because it, I know I know the season has turned already. It is the twenty seventh of September, and I know it's supposed to be fall. But I'll tell you what, Mother Nature still thinks we, but we belong in summer. She gives us a really really long winter, and she's giving, she has given us an even longer summer. It's just beautiful. So, how 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 has your week been? Uh, anything like mine probably doubtful so I am still as I said at St. Clair's Mercy Hospital I had a man visit me several nights ago and we were talking about my podcast and I said to him I'm not really sure what I'm going to do for this week and he said you got to tell your story tell us how you got in here oh Oh, Okay, well, I came in through the doors, like most. (laughs) No, No, not that way. How? Why are you here? Okay, so for that, I need to go back quite a few years, quite a few years, to the years of being a child and falling over the basement stairs, to the years of being a child and running down the street where my school was And elementary school and sliding three parts of the ways down that that same street on my knees getting kneecaps full of sand and dirt and having to go home with blood running down my legs walking across one of the major streets in, in our city so I go back that far to injury, injuries literally injuries I spent more time as a child at the bottom of my basement stairs wrapped around the pole and with with one of my siblings calling out, Mom, Betty's at the bottom of the basement stairs again, because this, for some reason, it seemed like I loved it down there, so I, I grew out of that. And I really did, into someone who could, my husband and I, on Saturday afternoons or Sunday afternoons, would go to Topsail Beach. And Topsail Beach, for me, in Newfoundland, is one of my favorite places. Um, It's in Conception Bay South, which is not far from St. John's. And in Mount Pearl, actually, where I live, is about 10 minutes away. It's not a long drive, but it's the ocean. And it's unrefined, it's the ocean at its best, and I absolutely love it. And at one end of that, and I'll say one end, at the right side, so if you're walking towards Little Beach, the right side is all big, huge boulders, to the point the point that some of them are big enough to be called megaliths, they're that big my husband and i would climb over those rocks every weekend and just go around the point where people couldn't see us and walk and talk and talk and walk and that's what we did then we lived in a house um from 1980 to 1988 Hmm. this house had, was a two-story it was a a townhouse so it had these steps like Mount Everest and no, I'm not even kidding they were like Mount Everest that went upstairs and the same going down the difference with the stairs going down to the basement they were just open steps basically. And I could run up and down over those stairs. I could be down at the washing machine and remember, oh darn, there's a a pair of socks up on the floor in the bedroom. So I'd run up the two flights and I'd run back down. Not not a problem. Not a problem. About uh, 13 or 14 years ago, that changed. Again, that changed into... Right out of the blue, for no specific reason, just follow. Now we know now that it's, you know, and it, and it started long before that. My knees need knees need replacing. Well, you know what? They have the technology. Doctors can do it. Doctors are amazing people. So. I have a good, as far as I'm concerned, I have a good team of specialists who look after me and they do an amazing job of it too. So, 13 years ago, so it goes back before 13 years, but at 13 years ago I had to have my first um, spinal surgery and that was because my spine literally from falling down over the stairs. Like, that doesn't make any sense because it's... For years, I didn't anyway. Falling down over the stairs, got my spine shifted. <clears throat> Excuse me, I could no longer stand up straight. So I had to have it fixed. Uh, I got it fixed three years later. <clears throat> I got it fixed by eight discs being fused in my back. Eight, uh, three years later, it had to be redone as a massive problem occurred with that Um transfusion itself so here we are now 10 years later so this is 10 years after the second back surgery i'm going to see the same surgeon who did the work because he's he's a really good doctor he knows what he's doing he did the work um on on both of those and he said we have to go back in and i'm like he said we have to go back in and replace some of that old hardware and add some new okay okay i gotta do what i gotta do what i gotta do so i came in last friday and that's exactly what they did but and i you know i didn't talk about this at all on the podcast last week because it was probably too fresh for me to talk about on friday after they did my first surgery within three hours they had to take me back into surgery a uh, hematoma had formed around the last rod that the doctor had put in, and it was a large one, and it was impeding a whole lot, so they had to go back in and redo that, so now, you know, all the staff tells me, listen, you just had two massive surgeries within hours of each other, so like go easy on yourself, because I'm not, and most people who know me know, I don't go very easy on myself at all what i should <clears throat> and so this is probably the beginning of it but the most interesting thing i wanted to talk about this week because so many i've met so many people coming and going and just so much going on of course hospitals are like that that's what they're for you know you come in to get better you come in to you come in to have something fixed you get their health care facilities we come to hospitals for our health but this one <laughs> so this hospital is probably one of the oldest hospitals in North America. i say close to it. I'm not sure what year this hospital was built. And in the day when this hospital was built, all our hospitals were specific to religions. So we had St. Clair's Mercy Hospital, which is where I am, which was the Roman Catholic hospital. Then we had uh, the Grace General Hospital, which was run by... Um, not not Anglicans I'm thinking maybe it was run by the United, I'm not sure what, 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 it was an organized religion anyway, and as Grace General Hospital got older and older and now here is St. Clair's Mercy Hospital that much older again. We had a general hospital which was in the middle of the city, which was really old, really old. So they decided to, okay, let's scrap uh, the Grace General. So that was, that hospital was literally pulled down, was demolished. Then they decided that what was going on at the, the... the um, general hospital would now happen at a brand new facility connected to our university which is Memorial University of Newfoundland so they would connect all of it together so we would have St. Clair's Mercy Hospital and we would have um, health science uh, what is it's called formally health science center but there's not there's more words in there's I don't know it's it's like I said, it's run by or not run by, but it's connected to the university. So a lot of a lot of medical students like when we see the doctors, if you go to the health sciences for you know to have any kind of surgery or any recovery of any sort, you will see a lot of students here we're not as many we see some but not as many students. However, that's still not the reason I wanted to bring this up. <laughs> excuse me I'm drinking water and you can tell as well that the pain meds have kicked in yet again <laughs> however so two or three days ago I'm here talking to somebody I don't know who, who was that that told me about this room it's a lovely little room I'm on the sixth floor I'm it's a private room Uh, in my mind, you know, when I was asked, what kind of room do you want, private, semi, whatever, and I said, whatever's available, I don't care. And I really didn't, you know, I'm, I'm a people person, I love people. Um, but in my in the back of my mind, I was thinking it'd be really nice if I could get a private room so I could do my podcasts. <laughs> so here I am in my private room doing my podcasts, and then it was a nurse who walked in, and we got talking about all things metaphysical because I'm here with my tarot cards and my you know, my pendulums, and I got all this stuff around me, and they're wanting to know, you know staffs wanting to know what it is, and I'm wanting to tell them what it is. But when I hear mm-hmm, this nurse and got her heart she crossed her arms and she laid her hip on the side of the bed and she said, "You realize you're in the ha- the most haunted room in this hospital?" And I'm like, "Yes." <laughs> now, I understand, and anybody who knows any of the history history, excuse me, of this hospital also knows that there was a ward, there was a unit on this hospital, it was palliative care and palliative care only, and it was the whole end, the um, direct west end of the hospital, that area, was palliative care. There There was a beautiful chapel in there, but the presence, you could feel the presence at that palliative care. It was palpable. The night be- my my father-in-law actually passed away in palliative care at St. Clair's, the night before he passed away, he looked at my mother-in-law, and he said, "Bessie, who was here last night to see me? What woman was that?" Mrs. Collins looked at her husband and said, "Now, Max, what woman are you talking about?" So he said, "She was a really lovely lady," and he described her. So, Bob's mother described everybody who'd been in to visit, because, of course, we'd all been there through the week, because we knew this man was passing at any time. No, I couldn't figure out who was this woman. Then somebody piped up and said, hey, that's the nurse that wanders the hall hereby, I betcha. And we were all kind of like, yeah, sure, yeah. Could be, but who knows? So, the day after my surgery which was Saturday so my surgery was Friday so on Saturday as I was waking up I have these what do you call in in your eyes floaters so it's like little tiny pieces of dust goes across the lens of your eye so I have these floaters on the go so I kind of opened my eye and I thought that's awful big to be a floater hang on now so I kind of just flicked in front of my face because maybe it was a piece of wool or I don't know a piece of lint no, it was still there. But it was in the shape of, like, a puppy dog or a bear. Small, like, but solid, dark gray and fuzzy. Like, furry fuzzy. So, yeah, you know, I blinked several times and kind of rubbed my eye and passed it off. Kind of and just passed it off. It disappeared. It just disappeared. That was fine. Then <laughs> the next day... I'm looking, I'm lying here in this lovely little room because it is, it's just lovely, it's not big, it's just the right size, and I'm noticing almost like wisps of smoke, little tiny, no no scent, just a little tiny white wisp going across the ceiling, I was like, hang on now, what, that's sylphs, S-Y-L-P-H-S, just check it out. I've seen sylphs before lots of times, and I will compare some of the clouds in the skies that we see to sylphs. But this was honest to form sylphs. What? What's that all about? Now, in the meantime, I'd heard about this woman. There's none. (laughs) So that was fine. I let that go. And then the next day came uh, Again, waking up from one of these naps. And all of as soon as I opened my eye, and it was my left eye, there was that poof of solid grey smoke, and it looked just like a poof. It was solid. It was grey. It wasn't black. It wasn't gr- it wasn't menacing or anything like that. But it was all I can say, it was an indication that I do indeed have a visitor. I don't need to see her. I am not at death's door. So I, I think these people who do see her are the people who need to see her. And I don't need, I'm not going to need to see her for quite a while, I'm quite sure. But I just had to let everybody know, so if you come to uh, St. Clair's Mercy Hospital, and you happen to enter room 6151, (laughs) just walk in, if there's nobody here, just say hi and have a seat, (laughs) because you never know who you're going to talk to, especially in this program called Keep Talking. (laughs) So everybody, that's my show for this week. It's not long. Uh, No guests, period, because I'm still, (laughs) I am, my mind is not, um, I will say stable right now. Stable is not the right word, (laughs) but it, uh, I can't concentrate or focus like I normally would simply because of the medication that I'm, that I'm taking. However, I am here. Here I am. Let's keep talking, everyone. Thanks. See you next week. Bye.